It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to a special Mother's Day edition here of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs for our Round 11 wrap-up pod. Um, now, my mum's overseas, she's in Christchurch, so I think that's why I'm, I'm free tonight. I'm, uh, I'm the only one. We've got Mark, he's driving back to Brisbane from uh, his wedding last week and all the other boys are good sons doing Mother's Day stuff. So, look, it, it's not just me tonight, though. We do have a special guest returning. We've got a, uh, a fantasy guru back on the pod. It's uh, Hot Lucy. Lucy, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me back. It's good to get back to the um, NRL fantasy pros. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's good to finally get some expertise on this show. Um, so how did you go this week? Where are you sitting in the overall rankings? Oh, look, I think I'm in like the high 40s maybe. I can really smell that curl coming a mile away. <laughs> Jeez, you really want those KFC vouchers, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Luce. Um, we'll, uh, we'll come back to you shortly, get some expertise out of you, I'm sure. Um, but we'll, we'll try not to keep you too long here as we run through this week's games. And we started the round 11 kicking off on Thursday night. We had Melbourne up against the Broncos. Melbourne winning this game 24-16. to 16. Um, A few interesting refereeing decisions, to say the least. But I think this game might have spelled the end of the uh, hip drop sin bin if the rest of the weekend's to go by. Carrigan got uh, sin bin for a hip drop that he didn't get charged for and then we had a few more on the weekend that didn't get sin bin so hopefully that's the end of the sin binning for that stuff but the real story here was Payne Haas absolute return to form after a down week last week 85 in 65 minutes just an absolute weapon three offloads over 220 meters a tackle bust as well a line break um, certainly a tough watch for those who sold this week but look I-, I wouldn't panic too much if you did sell I think it will end up being the right move in the long term um, given that you probably sold to a Jack DeBellin or something like that Haas does have Origin coming up, so look, not, not the end of the world, but um, yeah, certainly a tough watch, I'm sure. Uh, and speaking of tough watches for me, Reese Walsh, um, another one where <laughs> he apparently got cited for a shoulder charge, but no penalty and got a, a try saver and a turnover tackle in this game. So great for owners, great stuff there. Just absolutely immense trying to get that one jersey, I think, for Queensland. And Paddy Carrigan, another good game, the uh, three Broncos top scoring there. Um, Melbourne... Despite winning, their scorers were a little bit underwhelming. Harry Grant just a 53, which is fine, I guess. He's still averaging 62 there, so no panic stations there, though he does have Origin coming up. But I think the real kick in the nuts here for owners was uh, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, nine points in 17 minutes, uh, just face planted the turf and got carried off. Um, It's a real tough one because he's one that you probably would have loved to have for round 13, given that you know he is going to be one of the elite options in that round. Uh, the Broncos are going to have to lean on him, but yeah, his break-even is going to skyrocket now. Even if he if he does even play this week, we, we'll have to wait and see there. But yeah, going to be a tough one there. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of coaches wanting to jump off there. And um, another one as well, Nelson Sofa-Solomona um, had a reoccurrence of that rib cartilage injuries. We've seen these in the past. We had the NRL physio on the podcast talking about these and just how bad they are for this type of stuff. 12 points in 24 minutes, but... He's one now that we're going to have to put on the watch list for sure, um, especially with the buy coming up for Melbourne in round 13. Hopefully he gets that week off to heal, um, gets back to full strength, gets that price down a little bit and yeah, look to jump on uh, after round 13, maybe a little bit later to see what, how that health is going. But yeah, other than that, um, I don't think there's too many other talking points in this game. I guess Thomas Flegler's one, uh, played huge minutes. He was one that people were looking at um, this week. He certainly, I think he benefited somewhat from uh, uh, from the Adam Reynolds injury, like all these forwards played big minutes, but Flegler, I, I definitely didn't expect to see play 66 minutes. Um, yeah, copped a sin bin like right at the end of the game as well um, that brought his score down so 
with Origin coming up and Carrigan and Haas, um, you know, certainties to play, he's, he's one I think that's got to come into coach's consideration for round 13. If you need an extra mid, so yeah, keep him on the watch list. He's dropped a stack of cash. His PPM's not great, but I mean, if, he's, if they're going to be leaning on him like this, then yeah, hard to keep him out. Let's jump over to Friday now. So we had the Waz. The, the Waz get a big win. I know, Lucy, I know you're a big Warriors fan, aren't you? Oh, up the Waz all the way. <laughs> no, we're well and truly on the Waz bandwagon here. And um, Sean Johnson, the absolute man. He's an absolute superstar this year. 71 points. He's averaging 62. Um, are, you, are you a Sean Johnson fan, Lucy? Yeah, look, I like how well groomed his hair is. He's a really—he seems like he'd be a nice bloke in real in real life. He does. No, he, he is a good bloke, good Sean. Um, and he's going well for us fantasy coaches. And one, I'm, I, I know a, a couple of people have been looking to like sort of you know downgrade him a little bit to you know bank some cash for other upgrades. But he's one I'm just going to hold all year, I think. And he's looking like potentially the elite captain option um, for round thirteen as well. So certainly uh, keep an eye on him. Now one. Uh, <laughs> One that sort of popped up out of nowhere, um, but sort of didn't as well at the same time as Harrison Edwards. Um, so, yeah, he had a huge game, 70 points in 68 minutes, obviously got a try in there as well. Um, it, it's a bit interesting. I'm not sure what to make of this, and I think this is going to be a discussion for Tuesday, um, see where he's named there. Obviously, he's going to go up quite a bit in cash this week and have a ridiculously low break even next week. Because like in his first two games, like he had a game in round six and round nine where he played 62 and 58 minutes, but the PPM was awful. 36 points, 32 minutes. Uh, sorry, 32 points in 58 minutes in round nine. And then he was the 18th man in round 10 as well. So it seems like when he's in the side, he is the... He's a big minute guy, you know. He's he's like the the new Josh Jackson in a way. But um, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see if he does retain that spot. Like Ryan Sutton this week came back um, from a little bit of a layoff in New South Wales Cup, get that match fitness up. Um, you know, Max King is obviously working his way back. Luke Thompson's probably not too far away. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. But yeah, one for one for Tuesday for sure. Um, and oh, Tohu Harris, man, I, I, he's. He's uh, got to be top of the watch list for round 13, I think. Obviously, the Warriors have a buy coming up this week, but he's one I was very close to pulling the trigger on this week. I really, my heart wanted him in the side, but the head ended up winning. And yeah, just with the buy next week, had to skip him. But round 13 for sure, Tohu Harris, get him in the side. He looks, if he's going to keep this, um, you know, keep this 80 minute roll, averaging in the low 60s for the most part, he's got 150k in him to make and he's not going to go up that, that much this week either um matt burton returned to form 63 points he's going okay i think one to watch but i, I don't know I, the dogs have just been a little bit underwhelming so far so maybe not um Fenua blake good game uh, but very expensive josh curran got to try another good game but i think the warriors have got troops will coming back after the buy so probably back to the bench for him um Jay Nockenbohr, for some reason, is playing more minutes than Pangai. 50 minutes, 57 points in 50 minutes. Got a try as well. Um, very interesting dogs rotation here. Paul Alamotti, 50 points in 80 minutes, just as everyone was jumping off this week. Corrects the break even. Probably one you can hold now, but um, yeah, if you, if you got off, I wouldn't feel too upset there. And Tavita Pangai, 40 points in 40 minutes. Another game where the, the PPM is phenomenal, but um, yeah, just not getting the minutes at the moment, so... Yeah, I'm not sure I can recommend him buy. Uh, you know, recommend him to anyone to buy. He's in my side at the moment. He's not. You know, he's not killing me at the moment. But um, one, I'm potentially looking to upgrade uh, in the near future. Obviously, he does have that round 16 and 19 availability. So, yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, and he is at a very cheap price point. But he just needs more minutes at the moment because this is just ridiculous. This 40 minute game. Um, 
Chance Nickel Clockstar, 37 points. Uh, okay. Um, obviously a round 13 player. So in a position that's hard to fill for round 13 too, that wing fullback role. Um, for Taylor Mariner, only 34 minutes. It's just very strange. Um, and, oh, geez, and Carl Lopu, 29 points in 56 minutes. I think he's one that's fine. Like, I know Mark was a little bit uh, critical on him on the Tuesday pod, but... Look, I think he's a fine buy still. Um, he seems like one that's going to slow burn his way into the low 300s and eventually get the starting role, I think. So um, good stuff for coaches there. And uh, yeah, not too much else in this game other than a big Waz win. Rocking him up the ladder. Now, the late game on Friday, Lucy. Your team, the Penny Panthers. Oh. <laughs> You've got your pink Panthers jersey. I do, I'm a fan. 48 points to four over your over the Roosters it was what's, a bloodbath. What's happened to the Chooks? What's happened? I don't know. I used to be a big Chooks fan, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the fact that I don't have a Roosters jersey, but now I've got a Panthers jersey. They feel the support coming <laughs> from me. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with the universe right now, but yeah, it's yep. a rough game. No, you're you're a hardcore Panthers fan, I'm sure. <laughs> that pink jersey on. Um, <laughs> but no, look, this was a great game for, geez, most people in a uh, in a Black Panthers jersey here. Scott Sorensen, the wrong second rower for most people, 94 points, two tries, just yeah, absolute huge for him, huge game. Uh, Jerome Luai returned to form as well, obviously not fantasy relevant, but uh, relevant for Origin and um, potentially Nico Hines there. He had a big game stamping his, uh, you know, his claim for that number six Blues jersey and Nathan Cleary just, yeah, doing Cleary stuff. 16 points in goals will help. And yeah, Isaiah Yo as well, just doing Isaiah Yo stuff. Now for the Roosters, um, Matt Lodge was pretty good. Probably benefited there from um, uh, Maria Hargraves going off early and not coming back. But huge game from him. Um, and one probably to discuss on Tuesday, see what type of role we can expect from him. Matt Butcher, solid. Um, Angus Crichton, solid as well. See if he can work his way back up into a starting spot. Um, Probably the one really impressive player in this Roosters team. For the second week in a row, this is two weeks in a row now we've seen bad performances from the Roosters where one guy has stood out, and that's Billy Smith. Uh, 50 points in 80 minutes, and yeah, he's he's looking really good. If you jumped on this week, you'd be ecstatic, I think. He's going to you know go up in price quite a bit, and I still think he's going to be a buy next week as well in the low 400s. So yeah, Billy Smith, good center option, um, looking great. Uh, Fisher-Harris, 52 minutes, returning to form. He's one to keep an eye on as well for round 13 um, with Isaiah Yo out. Uh, Brandon Smith was okay. Started on the bench, uh, 40 points in 54 minutes. I think that's probably the best we could have hoped for. Obviously, they're not going to play the Panthers every week, so I think he'll be fine. Um, Joey Manu, uh, rolled ankle. Hopefully, nothing more serious there. Um, it, it, by all reports, it's just, you know, it is just a rolled ankle ankle sprain he's having scans so we'll find out but if it is just that um i wouldn't expect him to be out more than a week and they do have the buy in round 13 as well so look for me if if it's no more than a rolled ankle i'll, I'll be holding um if he's back round 14 yeah I'll, I'll be holding he's he's looking like one of the elite center options and sam walker's injured now as well so yeah it seems like he's got a hold in that jersey but i mean it's probably also predicated on the roosters turning this form around too um, Zach Hosking, geez, uh, Zach Host, <laughs> just stuck on the bench the entire game, came off for HIA and never came back, even though he passed 26 points in 31 minutes, but yeah, um, look, I don't think that's going to be a recurring theme, I think he is going to be a, a big unit guy, but uh, it, it just sort of muddies the waters a little bit with Liam Martin back, 
Um, so I think he is one you could potentially move on, but I don't think he's urgent as well. But speaking of urgent, <laughs> James Tedesco. Lucy, your man, Teddy, you used to be a big Teddy fan. What's going on? 13 points in 80 minutes. He did nothing. What's going on with Teddy? Look, the man's getting on in his life. Give him a bit of a break, all right? He just needs some time. He just needs some rest. <laughs> He's exhausted. Yeah, he has been carrying... Uh carrying the hopes and dreams of the Roosters for a little bit now Absolutely. but um, he seems like he's fallen back to earth a little bit now he's, he's not really shown us the gun status that we sort of hoped for when we jumped on like we were ex- normally what we've seen from Teddy in the past is this slow start before he booms but we've never seen anything th- like this from him before um, this this floor like uh, obviously 13 points for a fullback against the Panthers is something that's going to happen you just wouldn't expect it from a guy like James Tedesco. Like normally, you know, if they're getting flogged, you'd hope for a low 30 score from him in a situation like that. And um, uh, look, I, I think a lot of people are going to jump off this week. Um, I'm tempted to hold given that they are playing the Dragons. Um, so there should be some attacking stats there for them, hopefully. But if we don't see, if I don't see anything from him this week, then yeah, I think uh, moving forward, if we're going to have to jump off him, like bank some cash, like especially if you could move down to a Billy Smith bank 150k and you know get better scoring if not the same so blasphemy (laughs) hashtag give teddy a holiday (laughs) he's got no time for holidays he's got to play for the blues you know if he's good enough if he's good enough to play origin this year geez he's been in bad form but this is why he's tired Oh, jeez. All right, let's move on to Saturday. We had the Rabbitohs over the Tigers, 20-0, snapping the Tigers' winning streak. Um, just good good stuff from the Bunnies. Just classic, what you'd expect. Um, Tom Burgess ruled out in warm-up, uh, which was great for Cam Murray. He finally burst back onto the scene, 67 points in 73 minutes. Um, as soon as myself and a bunch of other people sell is when he finally bounces back. But... Yeah, I think he certainly benefited a bit from uh, some a couple of HIAs and obviously Thomas Burgess getting ruled out, Blake Taft coming onto the bench. Um, so we'll, we'll see what that's like moving forward. He also does have origins. So again, similar to Payne Haas. I don't think this is panic stations. Um, Latrell Mitchell, another good score, but again, origin coming up, very expensive. Isaiah Papali'i, 63 points in 80 minutes. Um, I think he's one that's got to go on the watch list as well. Looks like a great option for round 14 and onwards, um, given that he's no chance of origin. Um, Damian Cook, 57 and 80 minutes as well. Um, yeah, just another one. He's a little bit underwhelming, but all the hookers have been this year. So, look, oh, uh, again, with Origin coming up, I'm not sure you can touch him. Um, John Bateman, okay, 51 points in 80 minutes. Just all the guys doing good stuff for the most part. Jacob Host as well, 46 points for those who got on. This feels like redemption for the, uh, the that first game against the Panthers where he you know got stuff all, but he's finally making some money now, getting that price moving, so good stuff there. Um, Tavita Totola as well we finally saw the minutes from him here this is what we've been waiting for 44 points in 49 minutes um, it's just it's the problem here though is we've still got a little bit of an asterisk given that Tom Burgess did get ruled out um, it, it's tough to know exactly what his role is going to be like moving forward but probably one for team lists on Tuesday um, and I, I'd assume he will pick up these minutes as well when Cam Murray's out for Origin too so um, probably one to look at on Tuesday. We'll find out what's going on there. Um, another good score for by Jareem Buller, getting that price moving along. And uh, yeah, not too much else out of this game, really, for the most part. I think we can move along to the evening game. The Cowboys over the Dragons, 42 points to 22. Our home team, the Cowboys. Hey, up the boys. <laughs> 
Huge game from Healam Lukey in this game. Two tries. He was awesome. Repaying owners uh, who jumped on last week, copped the 19. They've got an 84 out of him this week, top scoring. Um, Jack DeBellin gets a big try, 69 points in 71 minutes. A little bit of a down game for DeBellin in terms of PPM if you were to take away the try. But, I mean, you know, no one's going to be happy with the nicest score of all there, 69. Um, and Jack Bird as well, just the, the king of the crabs. He just loves a crab run, 65 points. And looking like the elite center option between him and Manu and Lemuelu. I think you've got to have at least two of those guys at the moment. Um, ben Hunt in game 300, decent score. Val Holmes, decent score. Kyle Felt, uh, who we were talking about a couple of weeks ago at 330K, has uh, made over 100K now and puts up a 54 with two tries. Jeez, I wish I jumped on. He, he would have been a lot better than some of the other guys we, we got, like Jacob Host or I guess Host has been all right, but maybe like a Toby Cashman or something like that. He's, he's been awesome. Um, and the Cowboys seem to finally have figured it out somewhat. Um, tough to know given that it is the Dragons and they beat the Roosters who aren't looking too crash hot at the minute as well. Um, speaking of not too crash hot, Reese Robson, he's turned into Reed Marnie, uh, 45 in 80 minutes. And Ruben Cotter, 40 points in 62 minutes. Just... I mean, the minutes are there. Um, just, yeah, not, not seeing the point production this week. Um, although he is one, I think, that's going to have to come into consideration if he does miss out on uh, origin duties, given the price and the round 13, the buy schedule there. Um, Scott Drinkwater, 33 and 80 minutes. Not great, but yeah, he'll take it. And uh, Jakey Granville's still plugging along there. He's actually got his PPM up for once. And we had the return of the leisure boy, Couchman. 26 points in 36 minutes as well. Um, I, I guess as well, Jaden Sullivan, a few people were looking at him as a, you know, when he got switched into the halves late, but weird one. He got sin binned and then never came back. Four points in 19 minutes. So hopefully you avoided avoided that bullet there because um, Hook hates your fantasy team. And speaking of coaches that hate your fantasy team, Ricky Stewart, uh, 26 points. Uh, the Raiders scored over the Parramatta Eels to 18. Um, Hudson Young, huge game, trying to get into that blue squad, I think. 70 points in 80 minutes. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, huge game as well. Got a try, 63 points in 72 minutes. And Joseph Tarpany uh, returned as well. Still only getting 52 minutes, though. Um, I'm not too sure I'm keen to go diving in. I don't think he's going to be getting 60s every week, um, only playing that many minutes. So, yeah, not great. Um, Ryan Madison, uh, 50 points in 55 minutes. And, yeah, this is why I'm sort of steering clear with Matto at the moment, just given the price tag, only playing 55 minutes off the bench. Um, he's going to have these games and the price I think is going to come down a little bit I think he's maybe one to look at in round 13 or potentially after their round 14 bye um, Corey Horsburgh got a little bit hot under the collar copped a sin bin but still 48 points in 63 minutes uh, Billy Slade has been talking about him for origin so hopefully for our sake that's not the case but yeah one to keep an eye on there um I think that's for the most part, that's all the fantasy relevant guys. Uh, Wiramu Greg was good, 31 points in 35 minutes, keeping his price moving along. Um, and oh, I guess in Sean Lane getting injured, it sucks for anyone that jumped on him. Similar to Hosking, 25 points in 29 minutes. So he was looking like a good round 13 edge option, finally getting some good scores out of him, but done the hammy now. So we'll wait and see what the prognosis is, but he could, could be a sell given the round 14 buy as well. Moving on to Sunday, um, so to start the uh, the the, sun, the Mother's Day off, we had the Titans scoring 26 points for the fifth week in a row, exactly 26 points, one of the weirdest stats, but they went down to the Knights who managed 46 here. Um, a very low 
base stat game. Um, only one player top 40 tackles, which wasn't great. Um, but David Fafita doesn't need to tackle. He only made 17 for the game and still scored 68. Two tries here, finally uh, getting some attacking stats. Um, a huge 90-meter run as well, put up to 220 meters. Great, great stuff there. Tyson Brazell, another good game as well. Got a try, uh, 52 points in 80 minutes. And although now there's talk of him maybe going to play Origin, which would just be absolute fantasy death. Um, so, I mean, look, I, I think he deserves to be there. Um, whether he will be or not, I don't know. If, if he was a Queenslander, I reckon he'd still be in the side. He never would have left for the past two years. But we'll see what the Blues do. Hopefully, for our sake, he's not picked. And uh, speaking of Queenslanders, uh, Caelan Ponga returned to form 56 points at 80 minutes. Um, at the price, I think he's worth looking at. Really, the issue here is, does he play Origin, for starters? Um, and the round 14 buy, a lot of people are going to have uh, multiple eels, um, potentially a manly player, as well as multiple knights as well. So he's he's interesting, but he's one I'm, I don't know if I want to go into, um, given the... The round 14 buy and no availability there, especially with the risk that he still does play Origin. Um, the price is certainly very tempting and he is going to make some money from there given that he is priced in the high 20s at the moment. Um, but, yeah, again, one to discuss on Tuesday, I think. Um, and, yeah, just a rough game for the, the base stat guys for the most part. Mo Fodawaka, huge minutes, and, look, I was really happy to see that. Only 46 points, but I think if he keeps this, these minutes, he'll be an absolute weapon moving forward. Um, Phoenix Crossland, great stuff. Hopefully people held on to him. He's still making his money. He's going to be a good round 13 half. Tanner Boyd, down to earth, but I think that's going to happen in a flogging. Um, Adam Elliott, a very good PPM game, one to keep an eye on. If he can get a starting role, let that price drop a little bit. Uh, Lockie Miller, a little bit disappointing given the, the amount of tries um, Newcastle scored. He had no try involvements, but given that he still scored 33 points with doing nothing for the most part, I think we'll take that. Um, the goal king just really helps save it, save his score, 14 points in goals here. Um, and I think that's what keeps him in the in the whole category for me is that goal kicking. Uh, and obviously as well playing round 13, a position that's very hard to fill in, in uh, wing fullback. Um, Jaden Campbell got a try, but still disappointing. Only 21 points. It was yeah, just a really disappointing game. If you needed base stats, if you needed uh, tackle breaks, it's uh, <laughs> it was good stuff. But yeah, base stats just hard to come by in this game. Unfortunately, a lot of errors for the Titans, and obviously a lot of standing behind, standing behind the sticks as well. And uh, moving to the final game of the week, Cronulla taking on Manly, winning 20 points to 14. Nico Hines. Uh, taking the number one captain option over Cleary this week. 82 points in 80, min 80 minutes. Um, yeah, just one of those type of games. He was on over 50 at halftime and decent in the second half. Um, and schoolboy, school captain, as you like to call him, Luce. School captain, Cherry Evans. What a ledge. You know he really leads the team. You can see it. He's done it since high school. He definitely looks like a school captain, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, 57 points. He's Speaking of captains, he's going to be... Uh, he is the captain of Manly too. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's going to be playing for Queensland in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, one we just can't really touch. Um, Ruben Garrick, uh, there, was a story that, there was a story this week, Luce, I don't know if you saw it, um, that he was uh, struggling. Like his, his greatest burden in footy was that he was just too ridiculously good looking. This was an actual story in the Sydney Morning Herald that he was too good looking. Kind of looks like though, Doctor Chris Brown, like the famous he, vet. He does. He does he look looks like Chris like Brown. Doctor Chris Brown. <laughs> like 
I can't unsee it. <laughs> no, you're right. Jeez. Chris Brown. All right. Dr. Garrick. Good, good job, Reuben. It's tired being ridiculously good looking. <laughs> <laughs> he saw his reflection in a spoon one day and he just knew. <laughs> Blue Steel Garrick is what we're going to call him. Oh, Reuben sure. Blue Steel. Um, Dr. Reuben. Dr. Reuben. Yeah. Blue Steel, of course. Um, not too much fantasy relevant stuff in this game uh, Jesse Ramian finally returned to form uh, got a try uh, Jack Williams played big minutes uh, we, we've been promised that he was going to be the next Paul Gallon for about three years now and he's, he's finally got 42 minutes here 48 points as well huge game from him Royce Hunt gets his first try of the season I was sweating that one in a head to head so yeah uh, luckily the lack of minutes got me home there only 35 points but yeah uh, I don't think he's one I'm touching um um, not too much else in this game for the most part really everyone was a little bit disappointing um, yeah, I'm not too sure there's much else to say Tom Dravojevic as well he's just he's going worse than Teddy 19 points I'm not sure if I'd have him in my origin team to be honest like, I know he's going to get picked but just on form he's just yeah, really disappointing um, yeah but, uh, and I guess the only other thing here, the long hold for anyone who's still hung on to Braden Trindle and that negative break even, it's finally paid off. You get your six points, you get your 20K next week. So there you go. But um, look, I, I think that might do us here on the uh, the special Ryan and Hot Lucy edition of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. Do you have a good time, Luce? It's been a pleasure to be here as always. I always enjoy wrapping it on the, you know, NRL pros <laughs> podcast. No, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll be back to the amateurs on Tuesday when Mark and uh, Irregular Rob return. My deepest uh, condolences to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little Ryan household edition of the, uh, of, the <laughs> of the fantasy amateurs. Lucy's very smug with herself, but thanks so much for watching, and we'll uh, see you on Tuesday. Love you guys.